0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Eagle Eye podcast. It is episode 55, and we are here to talk about everything Las Aguilas de la América. What a wonderful week it was for uh, some Liga MX action for the men and for the ladies as well. And uh, we'll be breaking down everything you need to know about the upcoming week for America in regards to the league, to the Copa, and then, of course, to the ladies as well. So we got so much, so much to talk about. And before I go any further... Let me introduce, as always, my co-host, Mr. Christian Rosendo, and everyone's favorite, straight from Texas, Mr. Cowboy Dan. Gentlemen, how are we doing?
1: I'm cold. Cold. Yeah, I'm it's been a bit chilly. Yeah, it's 27 degrees right now, and I'm freezing. But since we all had a match, you know, I'm cold. Nice. Cowboy Dan, <laughs> Dylan, how are we doing?
0: Dylan. Hey,
2: hey i i I, I walked out of work to high winds and coldness and i'm in shorts and so i'm cold too
0: he's like a cowboy knows no such thing as the word cold
2: you got a point there actually you really do
0: exactly hey dylan (laughs) i I miss you you.
2: i miss you too
0: (laughs) well one thing we do miss already is seeing America play and no, no Copa Mekis game like last week to talk about. We will have one against Atlético San Luis tomorrow come. uh, would be a good starter to talk about there. But I think I think we should reminisce a little bit about the Pachuca game or how do you guys want to break it down? Do you guys want to talk about Copa Mekis first, get that out of the way, and then we could talk a little bit more about uh El Profe Insan Runde, as they've been calling him, and, and his matchup against Pachuca, and then we can go into the big one calling the Monterrey game.
1: We can do we can do that. We can go Copa Mekis, Pachuca, and then Monterey.
0: Dylan?
2: Yeah, it's fine. I'm done.
0: All right, beautiful. Well, let's get started right there. Then Copa Mekis coming up for Las Aguilas in America in action in the city again tomorrow. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, that is a kickoff time of 9 p.m. Central time, correct?
1: Yes. That's right. Yes. So, mm-hmm. It's
0: going to be a pretty late game. For everyone involved here, it's going to be 7 p.m. Pacific time, 9 central, like I just mentioned. And, of course, for our folks down at the East Coast, 10 p.m. So quite a late game. Some of you guys, Semana de going into work a little bit late. But that's okay because we're ready to see our boys take on Atlético San Luis in the Copa de Mequis. Our first home opener.
1: What do we expect from this? Mm, a lot of youngsters playing, that's for sure.
0: Yeah. I think three have been confirmed.
1: Yes, three have been confirmed. Mm-hmm.
0: One of them is uh, Sebastián Cordoba.
1: Yes, I think we're all excited to see him play. Another one is, of course, uh, Clemente. Clemente, yes, and then we have a new one, um, Ortega. Correct.
0: Someone mm-hmm. who's been at the, who's actually won stuff with uh, the 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 Mexican national team, babies division, and um, division, <laughs> and. You know, is it, it has been has been with the institution for quite some time now. So it, it would be interesting to see how he steps it up. Uh, I, I, you know, we can all pray and hope that this is another Edson Alvarez kind of thing that he comes yeah. in and does a, a good job. But we'll have to wait and see whether or not the the, the guy's he's up tall, whether...
1: right? Yeah, he's pretty tall, right?
0: Yeah, he he looks like yeah. he's pretty tall.
1: Yeah, I saw um a picture Before of what freedom... him. It doesn't take much. I saw a picture of all three of them and then they were like Córdova and then Clemente and then like Ortega's like this. Ortega's probably just like 5'10 and everyone else is just shorter and we just assume that he's super huge. Probably That's going to be us us guys when, when we all meet up. You guys yeah, are going to be like up here and then I'll be oh. like no, no. You guys are going to be like up here and then I'll be like down here.
0: No, I think we established this last time. I think you and Dylan are around the same height.
1: We are not around the same height.
0: Really? I'm the
1: shortest. I, yeah, short I am the I'm, i I'm the shortest one here, definitely. You know
0: we'll discuss that. I don't think people want to know our height right now. <laughs> uh so interesting enough, we we talk about Copa Menkes and, and we're looking forward to a, a game against uh, Atlético San Luis. But what what do we really expect from this team? I mean, what did we expect from them last week when they were playing up against um, Necaxa, and then you know now this week, you know it it what what is it that we're expecting? Because it was a pretty poor performance. By all standards, against Necaxa away, we'll give that we'll, we'll we'll give it at that. But now you have a home game against Atlético San Luis, and you're fielding
1: now mostly all youngsters. W- what do you expect to see? But pretty much the same thing last week. I'm not expecting many differences. I think it's gonna be a little bit sloppy, considering of uh, the amount of youngsters we're gonna be fielding. Um, and yeah, I don't I don't think we're gonna connect well, but I still think we're gonna get the win. That's quite uh, shocking
0: to say the least. No, because you'd expect this team to be fluid in in all aspects. Now, of course, yes, you are going to get disrupted from the league play into the Copa Mekis play because these players aren't on a regular basis playing with each other week in and week out. Mm -hmm. But you'd imagine that in in a sense, you know, these kids have something to prove. You'd imagine they want to step up to the plate. They want to have a good game. I mean, we'll give you a perfect example. Clemente, who had a terrible game. Terrible game against Pachuca, and we were winning that game, and 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 Piojo still took him out in the second half. Well, yeah, well,
2: I mean, I mean, yeah, like 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 you're saying, like like you know, I I kind of kind of I you know I kind of expect you know these players want to step up and show out, you know, because I I think we've seen that from a lot of players too, uh, especially coming to these Copa and make these games. Um, I know we kind of talked about like the likes of King a little bit. Um, obviously, not the best of games, but you know he had his flashes, and you know you kind of want to see more of that. Obviously, we've seen it with Tony Lopez already, Ivan um, Moreno, um, and Clemente too. And, you know, but it's just you know they got to realize you know they got to step up. They got something to something to prove, you know, uh, to Miguel Herrera at this point. You know, is, you know to give the minutes um, whenever it comes time. For the weekend games, you know, because that's that's their that's their goal in mind, not just the Copenhages game, is to play week in and week out too.
0: Interesting, yeah. Let's let's talk a little bit about the lineup. Our good friend right here, Mr. Chicken Nugget, part of the holy chicken trinity says Reyes, Aguilera, Ortega, Paul, Edson, Renato, Clemente, Isa Rude,
1: and Roger. Is that confirmed? Uh, I don't know if it's confirmed. I like I the lineup, know. but I'm pretty sure Roger just got cleared to play. So I don't think he they would start him right away, but uh, I I honestly expected Roger to start this game. I mean, as a coach, I wouldn't, but if if he says yeah. he's a hundred percent, then you know, by all means, do it. Okay,
0: so let's let's let,
1: while while I try to verify this, you guys mm-hmm. talk to me about the lineup. Sure, I like mm-hmm. it. Um, I don't know about Renato though. I mean, Renato's a great player, but I wouldn't really put him in this match, I would much rather see um Tony Lopez play there. Interesting. Do you yeah, talk a yeah. little bit more about yeah. your boy,
0: Dylan, because I, I see him being left out of these things.
2: Yeah, and I think we'll get to it later, too, when talking talk about the Pachuca game, but, you know, it, it's just uh, it's just really weird and strange to see him out, out of this whenever, you know, before the beginning, beginning of the season too, Mopiojo said that, you know, oh, Uh, he's he's got confidence in Tony he's got trust in in Tony and that you know he's going to see a lot of minutes and we haven't really seen that yet and it's just strange for him to see Piojo say that and then you know start Clemente against Pachuca on on the left hand side and then now really not looking like he's going to start in this Copa Mekis game either
0: yeah and should we be worried about that to an extent I think you should and I mean, and why? I mean, it could, um,
2: because I mean, I mean, let's let's face the facts. I mean, I mean, we look how much we talked about Tony Lopez on this podcast. I mean, we gave him the praise. Obviously, you know, he has his ups and downs, and we see that we've seen that plenty of times. But why why would people come out and say this about Tony that he's gonna play him, give him the minutes, and then not to? I mean, it's just something behind the scenes that we don't know about. Potentially, it's something else going on. I mean. It just kind of makes you wonder a little bit.
0: Let me jog your guys' memory back a couple of months when we had the same conversation, but with a different player and who is now in different in a different team. We had the same conversation in regards to Diego Linus. Did we not? We did. Exactly. Saying, Piojo's not giving them enough time. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Is this one of those things where you think he's just, he's easing his way through. He knows what Tony has to give. He knows that he can put him in and, and he'll do a good job because he's kind of now, if you think about it, he's feeling that Diego line role in a sense, coming in second half, you know, maybe not starting when you'd expect him to start, you know, but, cause there was times where Tony got the start last season and mm-hmm. Diego was on the bench. True. You know, it's it rare, but it happened, but you know, and, and, and you always thought, well, why is Diego Linus on the bench, you know? And then mm-hmm. and maybe this is, you know, Piojo trying to, call, you know, find a way for him to kind of mold him into a, the player that we know
1: he can become. And, um, but a, if, and maybe if, this is... Right, but if he's trying to do that, what do you think he would be given more playing time? Because you're, you're not going to get molded into a solid player by getting 10 minutes every single match.
0: No, that, and, then, and I agree to that. I agree to that. And who, maybe just down the road, we, he has bigger plans for him, you know? Hopefully. And, and he's just feeling now whether or not he can trust these youngsters at the beginning of the season when, you know, it's not kind of the crunch moment when you need those players to
1: step up, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I don't so, know. Maybe. Hopefully, like, he'll get more time than what we're seeing right now, though. I think he's a great player, and he needs to show his potential to the world.
0: I agree. I agree. So it looks like the lineup is somewhat confirmed here. Oscar, Paul Ortega, Aguilera Reyes, Renato Edson Córdoba, Clemente in and Roger. Now when we list those names, what is that formation to you guys? That's a uh, f-
1: 442? 442,
0: yeah. Or yeah. technically Rude would play in Rulde would be playing the camp spot, but in yeah, a sense
1: 442. So- in a sense 442, yes. Mhm.
0: Why is it very interesting to see Córdoba in the midfield? Isn't that where he plays? Yeah, I've seen him as a cam or as a winger or as a striker. I've never seen him in a center-mid spot.
1: Well, maybe Piojo's playing him out of position, like he's playing Clemente. Because Clemente's not a winger. We all know that. Well, he can play winger, but he prefers to play in the middle, like as a center-mid. So it is is weird. Then you Yeah, Do you, do you, do you it think it's switched? Yeah. It switched? I think it could be switched. Well, we'll have to wait and see. Mm-hmm. We have to wait and see, yeah.
0: But okay, now running back a couple of those names, you look at the fact of Paul, Aguilera, Reyes, Renato, Edson. These are starters. These are starters, yes. In a sense, well, you know, besides Reyes, but he potentially could be a starter. So, you know, it's. it's it's a pretty good mold of kind of 50-50, you know, 50% experience, 50% mm-hmm. youngsters, you know, what, what, what is your take on this? And also before, before anything else, like a good friend, uh, Mr. Chicken Nugget says, uh, you know, he's, he plays Uribe's position, but he said Oribe Peralta, Oribe Peralta, Mateos Uribe, he mentions Mateos Uribe and I question why doesn't he get some minutes to, just to get a match fit
1: ready? That's a good point. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah, people is a little bit weird. Mm, I don't know. I couldn't really think it's of it.
2: that. It's just a beautiful thing. Just one of those beautiful things you just don't know about. You can do sit here and ponder and have your theories.
0: And at the end of the day, we're still not going to get an answer. Mm. Yeah, exactly.
2: Unless we want oh. one of us wants to fly down to Mexico City.
0: Yeah, I still don't think he'll give us the proper answer. <laughs> well, we'll leave it at, at the fact that we like the lineup, right?
1: We, yeah, I like content the lineup. With it. It, it, like you said, it's a good balance of youngsters and starters. You know, it should make for an interesting play.
0: And I'll be honest with you. I looking at this lineup, and I'd expect attacking football, and I'd expect some goals tomorrow. We better get some goals. I'd be very disappointed if we walk away with just scoring one goal.
1: San, San Luis is uh, the champion, right? They won the Ascension last year, last season. Uh, right, they, right, you? right! Didn't they beat um Dorado?
0: They, I know Dorado's lost. That's
1: all I know. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure they beat Dorados. I think they came back. I think this is the team that came back. Well, we're gonna have to get fat. Our can, fat someone check in the, can someone, someone in the chat, um, someone in the chat confirm that, please? Before I look like an idiot. Thank you.
0: We'll have to wait and see. We should, we should, we should hire Insalrulde to kind of just be like the fourth box right there, and he's the one that kind of fat checks for all of us. You know, I would, I would love since that. he already since he already looks like a professor. I would love that. Is it me or do you think like insal Rude would be the perfect replacement for the Bill Nye the Science Guy show? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I you think know? Dylan agrees. He's like, welcome back to Insal Rulde and science. Rolls off the tongue. Rolls right off the tongue.
1: See, I told you they beat them.
0: So San Luis did beat Dorados. Right. So oh,
1: Campeon versus Campeon.
0: Yeah. Campeon versus Campeon in a sense. But I what can we expect from the San Luis team? We know that they lost against Nakaxa.
1: I mean, they might be a little bit more refined, but I don't think they're gonna be that much of a challenge though, in my opinion. Alrighty,
0: so then the question stands. We play attacking yeah. football, we yes. score some goals. Yes. What's your outcome for
1: tomorrow?
0: 4-1. Wow, that's okay. Dylan?
2: Uh,
1: 3-1. 3-1? No one backing the. You know what? I'm a backup back up a clean sheet. I'm saying 3-0. Isn't it funny how last year Oscar Jimenez never played a game and now this year he's played two already? Or he's going to play two already? I'll tell you this much. I think it's because Marchessene's not 100%. Yes, I think that's definitely the reason.
0: And even though we have a Marchesino was isn't 100%, still had a wonderful game against Pachuca. Yes. Looks like it. the chat is very livid. Uh, looks like uh, Chicken Little says another 3 0. Emperor Palpatine, hello, my friend. He says 3 0 as well. Brandon Delatorre saying 5 2. In San de hat trick. Take that I'm, to the bank. I'm down for that one. Our good friend Chicken Nugget saying 4 0. Jose Sepulveda 2 0. From what I can take away is that people are expecting
1: goals, and a lot of them.
0: And is this the perfect moment to
1: refine Roger Martinez's confidence in front of goal? It has to be.
0: It
2: has to be. It has
1: to be. Yeah, there you go. With the uh, with the news of Piojo uh, really really wanting a new striker, you know, this is the, it's now or never for Roger Martinez because he could find himself on the bench very soon if he doesn't start producing what Piojo wants. Because we'll,
0: we'll 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 talk about this, but. You'd much rather have a Henry Martin in form right now than this Roger Martinez, correct? Yes. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. All righty then. So we'll leave it at that. Our team should walk away with the result and anything but a victory, anything but a goleada, goleada I think will cause, uh, you know, cause for concerns. But I, I think for the most part, we'll, we'd expect this team to get, get the victory.
1: Yes, definitely
0: which should be a good catapult since the team will then be traveling to Monterrey to go and face against, uh, you know, the likes of, well, Monterrey. (laughs) Um, I'm excited for this game. This should be a very good, interesting game. We'll we'll talk about that more a little bit later towards the end of the podcast. But, um, you know, you're coming off a very good morale in, in um, in regards to the game against Pachuca. A game we mm-hmm. thought was going to be a little bit more tighter, a little bit more harder, turned out it wasn't the case. Better for us, uh, but now it's whether or not can this team actually play competitive football against a very good side with the roster we have at hand.
2: Consistent football, I think is I think is what I'm looking for. See if we can. I, I mean, I guess I guess we're on the same page. You know, just replicate what we did going into Monterey. Yeah.
0: And yeah, because is it time to call for concerns? The fact that this is the roster that we'll most likely have, because I'll tell you this much. We are on the 22nd. That leaves America nine days. Now, days practically over. That leaves America eight days to bring in a player. And I will tell you this and now. Unless Nacido Dominguez leaves, we're not getting a player. You don't think so? Nope. Unless Cecilio Dominguez leaves, there is no chance that we're going to get another player. Because at this point, it's been the same thing. It's been the same, and a lot of people are acting surprised. A lot of people are saying, "Oh my gosh, América! This América, that América, things forever." This and that.
1: That's always been the case. This is
0: the same story. Yeah. The same story we've been played for. I can't for 10, 12 years already. It's the same story every January transfer window. Things don't go well in the draft, and then we're looking outside. And things hardly ever happen. Don't get me wrong. There's moments in times where we do because, of course, the perfect example is Jeremy Menez, Ibargüen. Those two came in last year around this time. But we already had them at least announced at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Still, now you you have speculations. You, you don't have anything confirmed. The only thing that we had possibly confirmed was Nico Castillo and we knew what happened with that,
1: you know? And- I can't believe that was 99% confirmed and then it all just fell through. It's just that's our why I
0: Never believe it until you see until you see the player in a jersey until you see the club announce it. You know it's rumors and that's all. You can't you even if they say it's ninety nine point nine percent, then still that point one, then 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 you hold off on it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and that's disappointing because I, I I do think this team needs one or two players, uh, at least a
1: winger and a mid, a midfielder or a striker and a mm-hmm. midfielder or just but, a mix of do- one of those two. But do you guys think that the rumored players are the players that we need? Or do you think they can actually give something to the team?
0: Look, the guy from New York Red Bulls looks like he's good. Looks like he's the perfect replacement oh, cool. for Sessi.
1: Fun fact, I actually have a picture with him.
0: Nice. So, Agent Christian on his way to get him. He he's Well, he's not here because I think the, the Red Bulls are still in L.A., no? Yeah, I don't know where they are. I don't follow the Red Bulls, but I just
1: have a picture so with him. Are you telling
0: me? I'm I'm after work I'm gonna have to go to wherever they're at and just go talk to Kaku. Yeah, like, yeah, just like
1: you know bajo manito, you know be like like yo, you coming or what's up? I'm so glad our, our, our audience he's, is but, not hundred percent Spanish he's like, because that would have sounded so wrong. He's <laughs> anyways, but um he's teasing us though because he keeps liking everything America related on his Twitter. I don't know if you guys seen that. Look, yeah again. I will say this. Unless Cecilia
0: like Lominguez teasing, knows, teasing. Like we teasing. are not going to get him. Like he is a I like him. Flirting. He looks like he's a good player. I like him. He looks like he's a good player. I think he's a perfect replacement for Ceci. You know? I mean, yeah.
1: I think he's a good player.
0: And we'll leave it at that. Because that's the only one that we possibly will get, and that's pretty much it.
1: He likes to play um, Cam, though, which is the only problem I see because we have Menez coming back who likes to play Cam, too. And you have Uribe I, who I loves to play. I can well. converting him to a winger. You think so? I mean, he, he could play a winger though. I think he played a winger for most of his time at um at his at Urucan. I think that's how you say it. When Argentina. Yeah. No, I, I see so. him as a winger. We we'll have to wait. We we'll have to wait.
0: Hmm. But that is the transfer rumor. That is what's going on. Don't expect anything to change unless Cecilio Dominguez leaves.
1: It has like, to be this. Castillo
0: is not coming. Benfica already said no. America's done negotiating with them. There's no way that you know that that boat has sailed. Mm. I promise you, I'm hundred percent sure. At this point, we're not getting the striker. That is a done deal. We're not going to yeah. get a striker. If anything, we'll get a midfielder or a winger, and that's, that's the best we're going to have to do mm-hmm. for this
1: January transfer window. And then next week we announce like three three uh three signings, and you're here like, well, three signings like oh uh, um J.K. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> but we'll have to see though. I mean the plan is still getting two signings, the winger and um and the striker. Will it happen though? Like you like you're like you keep saying? Probably not.
0: You got eight days. And if there is no headway within these next couple of days, then you might as well
1: just call it an end. Yeah. It. But I I I would like I would like to see at least one signing, that's for sure. I'm pretty sure we'll get at least one, but I mean, have to wait and see. All right,
0: we'll dive away from the whole the whole news bin about um, about the transfer window, mm-hmm. and we'll go back and we'll focus on the sport itself, on the team itself. And before we jump into the Pachuca game, why don't we talk a little bit about our ladies who walked away with a very crucial three points against? Cruz Azul. So a Clásico Joven in the third jornada, second game for our ladies, and they walk away with three crucial points.
2: In the last minute, too.
0: Phenomenal. Oh my
2: gosh. 90th minute goal to win it. And I'm just like, oh my goodness gracious.
0: Can you remind everyone who scored that goal?
2: No, I cannot at the moment because I have to go look because I forgot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, see, so yeah, yeah, I thought you had it right, on now. on hand. But regardless of the fact, look, unfortunately, that game was not televised for us. Um, I was really hoping they would. But it it's just weird. Some of the some of the rights that some of these ladies have, you know. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. It was Alejandra. I don't know if I'm gonna say this right. I'm probably not, but I'm sorry. It's uh C-U-R-I-E-L. C-U-R-I-E-L I know I'm saying that wrong.
0: Point is. Point is a- victory.
2: Yeah, the point Take is you got the goal. Me. You got you got you got the three points for the ladies. That's all that matters.
0: And Dylan, who are they coming up against this week?
2: This week, if I'm not mistaken, Puebla. I thought they were- Yeah, Puebla, okay. Yeah.
0: Wow. That a home or away. It's tomorrow. Yeah, oh my tomorrow. gosh. I, just can't, I, just, can't, <laughs> <laughs> I just can't remember if it's home
1: or away. Yeah, we're home. They
0: got a doble jornada oh, that quick. Hey man, there you go. Is Bro, it gonna be live? I think it's will it be televised? No, because they got Copa
1: América. No. there's no way they're 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 breaking. Yeah, their... but they don't they don't play at night though. They play during the day. They play at fifteen, forty five yeah. hours. That's yeah, 345. 345. 345. No, I, think I don't I expect remember. them to. Televice, I'm about to check right now. Actually, no, that, I'm too lazy. They wouldn't.
0: I, I would expect them not to.
1: Really. I mean, in their Twitter, it says they have a little TV sign that says Univision uh, TDN.
0: Oh, yeah, that's, uh, that's in Mexico. That's a channel.
1: That's a Mexican channel?
0: Yeah. Univision Televisa Deportes Network. Oh, look at you. My like I said, my uncle had like the Mexican dish for a while, so I was like, "Oh, subscribe <laughs> all these channels." But that's um, cool. yeah, that's what I'm saying. We we, we gotta mm-hmm. get that. Um, but yeah, congratulations to the ladies. Their run of form looks like it's it's still going to to fight back and and to get a a victory the way they, they did, especially against a rival like Cruz Azul. Um, you know, regardless of the fact that what you want to say about the ladies' department, you know, a, a rivalry is still a rivalry, and for them to walk away with it phenomenal especially in the last minute that's that's that 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 has to catapult them to keep going forward you know yeah definitely oh yeah uh, with the confidence
1: Mm -hmm.
0: well ladies well uh we're gonna we're gonna do our best to to cheer you on support you again tomorrow first thing you do when you go on your way to work or school you are gonna do the hashtag lady i guess let them know they're behind. Let, let them know we're behind them, and uh, hopefully they can walk away with those three points against Puebla and keep cementing themselves on a very good run in what looks like it's going to be a very tight race at the top.
1: Uh, Dylan, shoot. what place is America in? I
2: was, if I'm not mistaken, we're second right now because uh, we didn't have a first or another. And it's crazy. by the week. Yeah, it's kind of like their bi-week kind of thingy. I think they yeah. have like two. I think they have like two in this season. Nice. If someone mistaken. But looking at the standings right now, we say, yeah, second. Behind Pachuca. But we have a game in hand, obviously. So we say we have six points.
0: That game against Pachuca is gonna be so, so interesting. Whenever we do uh face up against them.
1: Oh man. I'm not excited about that Yeah.
0: I hope it's televised.
1: Um, same here. I really hope they're televised as well. Wait, Dylan. Alrighty. Oh, Dylan, Ivan, what was your plan to get the, the Mexican channels? Uh, we were somehow going to su- uh, sn- snuggle. <laughs>
0: uh, smuggle in the dish. Um, It's not that hard. People do it all the time. So what's up? If TSA is listening to me, I have no idea what I'm saying right now. But it... Uh, <laughs> Well, uh,
1: they won't do anything. Well,
0: it's it, it's it's easy. It's You just go down to Mexico, get the dish, mm-hmm. install it. You have like your little box. Boom. You know? Well, that's pretty if cool. You ever, if you've ever had to install like your own satellite, like Spectrum or DirecTV or whatever, the case you, it's as simple as that.
1: Mm-hmm. So, Sounds cool. Uh,
0: we'll talk about that when, when we go down to Mexico.
1: I'm down. <laughs> when Bern are we Palatine. going, by the way?
0: When are we going? Um, we'll have to wait and see. Probably sometime in the summer, if possible. If possible. Let's go to the final. <laughs> that'd be perfect. Absolutely perfect. But we'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. Alrighty. Well because everyone already noticed my slip up in the yeah, chat. Yeah, thank you. I
1: was just about to say that.
0: <laughs> we are uh we're going to move over and we're going to stop talking about the ladies again. Ladies, we love you. Keep going on your road, keep doing, keep performing, keep working hard. We're right behind you. Uh it should be interesting to see how this season comes out for them. It looks like they're they're really pushing hard, and pushing forward. So, congratulations to keep keep striving ladies and then uh
1: we're going to transition if- over Huh? Oh, I said, what if we get the B Campeonato in both ladies and men?
0: Oh, that is is a discussion we can have later on in the season. Right now, it's about gaining the points, getting the rhythm back, and uh, looking like actual title contenders. Because the ladies at this point, I think they're starting to look like it. They just have to keep cementing themselves. Sounds good. Alrighty. We'll transition on now to the next segment of the podcast. As I already spilled it and tried my best to conceal it Unbelievable. it is trivia time yes my good friends i am sorry for posting it don't worry i'm not mm-hmm. saying this is rigged or anything i posted it on accident i zoned out for two seconds and then i noticed that i posted it and i was like oh no let me unpost it and by the time that happened uh maybe one or two of you actually were able to you yeah know, two people already but- did it but don't worry, don't worry. <laughs> we are still gonna be giving you guys um the opportunity to answer them right now. So Christian, take it away with today's trivia
1: question. No problem, Ivan. Can't believe you slipped it up. Unbelievable. Um just a heads up, guys, if um you answered any of the past three, the scoreboard is up on our on our Twitter. If you want to go and check that out, see how you're doing. Um, but today's trivia question is what is the highest placing Global America has gotten? in a Copa Libertadores tournament? Highest placing
0: in a Copa Libertadores. That's actually a really good one. That's 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 not easy. That doesn't just come right away like
1: that. I mean, it should if you're a, a diehard fan, you know? Diehard fan know everything. True. So, uh, Dylan, what's the answer? He's thinking. He's thinking. He's thinking. Or maybe there's some uh, technical difficulties.
2: What? Are they talking
1: to me? Oh, my no. God. He's not even paying attention. <laughs> it's no, because right, I, cause, cause like, I, I was like, are they to
2: talking this. to me or are they talking to themselves? Like, I would I kept like, lagging on me.
0: Oh, That's my cool. gosh. Is that school Wi-Fi again?
2: It is. I'm telling you. All right, That's Christian, let's answer like... a
0: question real quickly for the listeners right now. If they answered already, do they have to answer again? No, no. I already have your answers already. Okay, that is my bad. That's my apology. So Christian is going to deduct points away from me, so you guys are going to be fine. I think this puts me like at a negative 30, so that's that's not good. It's all right. How are we starting off the season right where we ended, Dylan? What
2: are you talking about? I haven't answered. I'm at zero still. I'm doing better than you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I should have never leaked out the question. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> but whatever. All right. Maybe you will bounce back. Maybe not. Probably not. I doubt it. At this point, I'm
0: I am i in I'm in a worse situation than Veracruz are. Ah,
1: oh, Veracruz, poor Veracruz. That's to say something. I oh,
0: know. But you know what? The, the, the funny thing is, they never seem to die. They they're always there. Even when they look at their worst, they somehow manage to survive.
1: I mean, they. I'm pretty sure they said that if they get raw relegated, that they would pay the money to stay up. Yeah, I could see that happening. So with
2: what money it seems like with their double contracts,
1: <laughs> I mean, it's a mess over there. It's, it's a, real a mess. It's, yeah. Somebody already well. buy
2: it out. Clean house.
1: But yeah, that's so, today's so, trivia, guys. Thank you guys for playing, as always. As always, thank you guys, and
0: make sure you guys do follow us on Twitter because because uh, we have giveaways and we have cool prizes and we have trivia on there as well. Yes, trivia. Every Friday, you guys, every Friday, so every
1: Friday.
0: you know, it'd be so cool if somehow, some way, one of these days we could do live trivia but in person. Like, people in New York can go meet you in some place, we can have trivia night over there, and people in LA can go meet me, we can have trivia night there, and then people in, in Texas can go with Cowboy Dan and have trivia night right there.
1: That'd be really I think, cool. I think everyone would love to go to Cowboy Dan,
0: I know, right. I think I think everyone would want to to hear those trivia questions.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like, who's the rootingest tootinest uh, America fan in Texas? Ivan. Obviously, it's not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, man! But that'd be cool. That that'd be for for a day for Hopefully. another day to discuss about this. So that'd be yeah. pretty cool. But for now, make sure you guys stick to on on Fridays. We have trivia night. On there, on the on Twitter, and of course, every time on the podcast, there's a there's a trivia night, and who knows, maybe we'll sneak in a late night edition of the Eagle Eye Podcast where it's trivia alone.
1: Ooh, no, that'd be Ooh. cool.
0: We'll have to wait and see. Keep but your eyes
1: peeled. Keep your eyes peeled. So that like should be interesting. Yeah, I like a banana. I like bananas. You guys like bananas? I love bananas.
0: Nah, not my favorite.
1: I'm more what of an apple person. Apple. I like, Dylan?
2: I, like ban- I like bananas, but every time I Eat them. My lips start to like stink and like get scratchy. So like I might be allergic, but I still eat them.
1: <laughs> you look.
0: Like, I'm taking my chances here. But <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, it looks like Dylan will Like I, I
1: we'll
0: guess I, I won't. Yeah.
1: Where we feed you. Mm-hmm. I won't be giving you any bananas. <laughs> God.
2: Oh no.
1: I can't wait till all day right, we'll go to Mexico and the 2nd We're all just sitting there. That's gonna be a fun time. It will. We should have a mini
0: camera crew recording it.
1: We should. I mean, yeah, I
0: really mean like probably like a five-year-old that we
1: pay like, you know, like. Or we just get one hours. of these beautiful people from the chat to come with us. Ah, an Eagle Eye podcast experience. There you go. And yeah. then and then we, we rent that um a, a suite and we do the podcast from the suite live from the Salisteca. That'd be cool. One That'd day. Cool. One we'll day. get
0: there one day. One there one day, day. all righty, gentlemen. Make sure you guys go and answer your trivia question. And now we move on to the next segment. Uh, a segment we would all want to maybe be a little bit happy about. These two gentlemen are pretty happy with the performance that was on against Pachuca. I have a couple of negatives. I actually, feel I mean, like there's always the negatives that, that I'm feel like I'm the person that always starts negative and we just kind of follow along. I need, I, I need to find new perspective in life, but. The way I see it is we had a pretty good performance against Pachuca. Could have been better. There was times where we gave Pachuca the ball where I feel like we could have taken advantage of it. And on top of that, I feel like this game would have been a washout by four or five goals if we actually had on our shooting boots a little bit more uh you know refined. Mm-hmm. But we'll get all into that discussion right now. Let's break it down. America versus Pachuca last Saturday in the Italia Azteca, the home opener, and we wore those beautiful orange jerseys. Whether or okay. not you like them or not, they're here to stay.
1: Listen, honest question in the chat right now. Do you guys like the jerseys? Because it's kind of going on me, to be honest. I mean, I ordered mine already, so I'm going to have it either way because I buy every jersey. But I want to know if you guys like it and if you guys would buy it.
0: Look, I feel like we look like a Fanta bottle. <laughs> <laughs> No, <laughs> you know, it's just a whole bunch of Fantas running on the pitch.
1: That's fine. Or like um, Haritos.
0: There you go. But the you know, Coke should have like... been inventive. They should have brought out like a orange can with an America logo. That would have been cool. Now, of course, it was a tribute to uh, El Chamfle, uh, mm-hmm. the great America fan that played uh, Chespirito in all the characters, you know, Chapo del Ocho. The list goes on and on and on, but you guys already know who he is. Huge America fan. Um, Huge. I remember there was a game. It was in America versus Chivas, and Televisa invited him to be an announcer for that game. Uh, it was um in two thousand and six. I want to say it was in two thousand and six, and he was, you know, it was it was kind of this big event. It's America versus Chivas. You got Chispito on. Um, and, and he was there, he was commentating and, and you, he, you he heard the passion, the excitement whenever America got close, America actually ended up winning that game, which all had a very phenomenal game. And, uh, and America won that game without Cuauhtémoc Blanco, which was kind of a huge kind of like, oh my gosh. Like it was like, it was Bofo at, you know, his prime, it was, like, everyone said he was going to tear America apart. And then Bofo. it was Cuauhtémoc Blanco who obviously was Cuauhtémoc Blanco at that point, but was not in that game. I think he was injured. um. So it it was this narrative that America had everything, every right to lose against Chivas because Chivas was in a good form. And and so the game was going on. You had Jesperito there commentating. They would ask him questions. He'd get riled up every time America got close to scoring. And, and then German Villa scores the, the, the only goal in that game, the only goal in that game. Herman Villa ends up scoring that goal, and uh, he I just goes crazy. He goes crazy screaming the goal on live television. He's like, goal. He's like, yes, this and that. Um, And and he felt the colors. He felt the passion. He felt the club. And and he knew what it was. He knew what it represented to be an Americanista. He knew what the club represented in Mexico and and to the world. Um, And and so he loved the club just as much as the club loves him. And uh, it's a beautiful tribute to to have uh, this, this, uh, this iconic jersey in his honor. To, to, to commemorate everything that he did not, not only you know for for a community in sports but for a community all acro- all across the mexican uh, all across the mexican board which uh i know a lot of us grew up kind of seeing that a lot of our parents grew up actually when when that was going on and uh, so that's that's a very beautiful memory and, and and a way for the club to kind of honor him so the jersey whether you like it or not the color scheme whatever it may be the message behind it what it stands for I think that's that's the real beauty of it um and I think that's why I think I like this jersey so much because it it because I have that specific memory of him being such a huge americanista fan in the classical in where it looked like all odds were against us and he was there to witness in and in And comment that uh it it was phenomenal to have that moment and and will stick with me for the rest of my life and and i know he he inspired many more with so many other stories as well so it it was tremendous and you know i can't wait to get my hands on it And, and actually a very rare jersey if i'm not mistaken only about what 40 something were printed
1: uh i don't know the exact number but yes there was a limited this is a limited time jersey yes should be interesting to
0: see very interesting to see, but back to the game. America goes up against Pachuca, home opener. We're, we're <laughs> expecting a pretty good matchup. We're expecting a lot of back and forth, and we got a bit, we got a little bit of it, but we didn't expect America to walk away with three points so easily. At some points of the match, Pachuca did trouble us, but I would dare to say that America had the game under control throughout most of the ninety minutes,
1: if if I do say so. They did. I think they played very. As a team, you know, I don't think, it, I think for me, it's been a little while, maybe because I haven't seen them play in a while, but like this, like what they did on Saturday, but they played like kind of as a team Like they had a, they had a style of play. They know, they knew the idea going forward. They knew how to, how to defend as a team. It it was, it was honestly beautiful to watch that this team finally gets this, uh, the sense of style of play that we will, that me and you, I have been asking for.
0: Yeah. Yeah, completely. Completely. Dylan, give me your takeaway. 90 minutes go. Medica gets 3 0. you watching this game. How are you feeling?
1: Uh oh. Uh
0: oh. Oh, no. The school Wi Fi hits again. All right. Well, I'll give my. I'm my. my... Good. Oh, no. <laughs> I, like the
2: performance. I feel like we. <laughs>
0: oh my god i've never heard him. either he's actually doing really slow-mo analyst or he no his wife is just nope he's oh, gone he's gone okay so boy yeah. dan has officially left the building for right now he will come yeah. back on he'll have that sorted out with our it department um but we'll, we'll, we'll give we'll give this much uh i'll give this much to say um Pretty good performance. I solid in in regards to the fact that the players that we had out there on the pitch, I, I think really demonstrated what they were capable of. Again, there was a couple of players that kind of you know felt like could have done more, should have done more. Clemente example, Clemente
1: yes.
0: uh, gets taken out in the, in the first half. I think is perfect. I, I, and, and I think it's it's the right message to send to the kid. It you is. know, at this stage you're playing for America, not just that, but you're playing for a team that just became champions not that long ago. So Mm -hmm. you have a responsibility to step up and showcase. And if you can't control a ball within 45 minutes, then of course
1: you're out. Mm -hmm. You know, whether it was nerves, whatever it was, he's got to grow from that. He has to, yes. And people saying that he's not a winger. You're right. He's not a winger. But if you're put in that position, you know, at least try your best. I mean, there were – I think it was two times where he got past a defender. The rest he couldn't even get past a defender and couldn't even control the ball like you were saying. And it was a little it was hard to watch, but um kind of felt bad for the kid though cuz everyone on Twitter was like was beating beating up on him. Um really I like, thought
0: I was the only one. I didn't really see anything. No, I saw I saw bashing like,
1: him. a lot of people like get this guy out, like this kid is not ready, don't put him in. He's uh, not not starter material. Where is uh, where's Antonio Lopez? So um I mean, he's still a kid, yes, but I mean, control the ball at least, like you're saying. Yep. Who would imagine on for him would be our savior and our hero for that match?
0: <laughs> I saw you him know, come in funny,
1: and I, I don't know. I had a weird feeling when he came on. It, it, it looks like he came in, he came on with a certain determination. And, I mean, in a showcase right away, he's always came in with the determination. just whether or not he can show it on the field. And, you know, lucky for him. Saturday was his night.
0: Lucky for him. Pachuca's defense was a mess in the opening oh, yeah. minutes of the second half. Yeah. Yeah. Completely mess. That, that's when we capitalized. Yeah. So we'll have to wait and see. Um, hey, Dylan. I mean, oh, Dylan's back.
1: Is no, he? he's not. No, he's not. He's
0: frozen. Look at him. Oh, my God. He looks like he's staring into your soul and saying, I question every bit of aspect of your Americanismo. Are you really in America? Oh no, he's moving. Never mind. <laughs> Is he? Barely. Yeah, he's moving a little bit. Um. All right, going back, going back to this Insan Rude case. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about it in, in in perspective. Um, it's just he was he was different. You know, he was he, was, he was much different, and and we'll go on in into detail about that. But it's good to see him come in and, and, and do and do the work now i, yeah. I hear dylan in the background dylan are, are you are, are you completely with us how's how's the wi-fi situation going
1: he's not there i mean he's it just there.
0: doesn't seem like it's it's his no. night
1: mm-hmm. out there and um interesting to say you know he came in and we saw patrick play with the with the back five and it was um it was impressive when he came in They switched to back four right it's just the back four did they no, that was when they were down two goals. Never mind. I think that's when they were down two goals. And then that's when they brought in uh Cardona. Yes. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. yes. So after we scored. So it was pretty impressive to see him just come in, break that back five, and then assist um assist Henry. So um yeah, he played he played well. Better than uh, I guess anyone will have ever dreamed of this guy playing for America. And you know, yes, we beat him a lot. Yes, he's he's a meme to us. I'm guessing he's still a meme. He will forever be a meme to us. But we gotta give uh credit where credit's due. He he played, he was the best player that night. And uh we'll we'll go a little bit more into
0: into context of what it was and everything, but um let's let's just talk about the game in general as a whole and then we'll focus a little bit more on player okay. on, on player performances. Now I, I see our good friend Luis saying I thought America did great but then again who am i and and that's exactly what i'm saying at this point is i you guys i'm saying the opposite i think america did fairly well but again who am i to say that you know what i saw on the pitch was a team that was learning how to play with each other that looked like they knew how to play with each other but at moments of the game just switched off a bit here and there you know now, granted, I am giving it – I'm not saying it was a bad game. I'm not saying this was terrible. I'm just saying it looked like that in that aspect. I'm not saying it's bad either because at the end of the day, it's only your second game back, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Granted, in, in regards to the other, these other teams who have three games in, in uh, under their back. Mm-hmm. Now, there's this theory that is, is said that within five games, within five games of the opening season, your team should have at least an idea of how to play and, and what they're playing for. America looks like they can have this within the next game against
1: Monterrey, and it's but good. then again, we'll have to wait and see. You know, yes, it's yeah. good. good they it's perfectly good. last season, for most of the season, we didn't have an idea how to play a style of playing. The only tactic we had, like I kept repeating, was you pass it to Renato Ibarra and then let him do whatever, you know. But in this game, you kind of you kind of saw a little bit, you know, play down the middle. You actually saw a little bit going uh, to Clemente when you know when we tried to give him the ball, but he couldn't produce. So then we just kept going back to Ibarra. But, but yeah, I like it though. Uh, I like that this team's finally getting a, a style of play like we always wanted. I think that's what we need if we're gonna uh fight for this big campeonato, yeah, completely. Dylan, especially, you're back. especially if we don't get any new signings, which is true. You, because, you're gonna need yes. this team coming to be at 100. Hey, that's, that's, exactly what I'm mm-hmm. that's exactly what I'm saying.
0: All right, Dylan, you're back. I see that you're uh that, that you got everything going. How, how was the trip?
1: What trip?
2: You know this damn school Wi-Fi. I don't want to talk about it right now.
0: Are you on your phone?
2: Yeah, I'm on my phone.
0: It looks amazing. That <laughs> that's, you how look
2: bad, that's how bad it is. Thank you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dylan. So uh I'll give you back the question that I gave you at first when you kind of just fell off. 90 minutes are up, 3-0. What's your take about this on, on this game? How did you see America.
2: Um. No, I I thought it was a good game. I really thought I really thought it was. You know, um. At the end of the day, I talked about in the last podcast. You know, scraping off some of the coleslaw off the barbecue sandwich, and that's what they did. They scraped off some of the coleslaw. And, you know, I I respect that. You know, just towards the end of the ninety minutes, I felt like they kind of let Pachuca try to get back into the game, which Pachuca kind of sort of did. But let's be honest. You know, it was it was a dispirited or or unorganized Pachuca team which at the end of the day, that's what it was, you know. So we didn't really play those full 90 minutes to the to the highest level like we did about, um, what can we say, like the first 20 to 30 minutes like we did, really controlling the game and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that that's just how I feel. You know, it was a good game overall. You know, we're two games in. You know, we've seen it really turn around after one game. Now let's just see if we could do this going forward and be more consistent.
0: Would you guys agree for about 70, 75% of the match we were very good defensively?
1: Mm, I think we were good all uh I think I want to raise out number, maybe 90%. Cause uh if you remember last podcast, I had mentioned that Pachuca's win over Queretaro, I think it was. Pachuca managed 28 shots, they only managed eight shots against us. And and that's what I said last week. If we wanted a chance to win this, we needed to condense that, and we condensed that a lot. And I think that was a, a key uh a key factor playing into this victory. Dylan, what do you say, 75 or 90 percent?
2: um i have to go with christian i hear I, I about 90 yeah it was it wasn't perfect but you know it was it was pretty darn close to being at 100 if i'm gonna be honest but uh, just like christian said you know we we condensed down their shots a lot too um you know it, it's starting to step up a little bit it's starting to see a little bit more crisp and i go back to my my reference scraping off the coleslaw you know it, it, it was good and we're seeing the, co- the coleslaw start getting more and more wiped off the sandwich
0: Interesting. Am I the only one who's really being strict about this game? I feel Probably. like I'm being real strict on this performance, but I will say this though: I I, always I fairly strict. enjoyed it. I yeah, fairly you're always it.
1: Strict. Yeah, you're always
0: strict, so that doesn't. Well, I feel bad. like I have to. I, I you know, I, I feel like you have to uphold the standard mm-hmm. in the sense, but I, I I will give credit where credit is due, and I think the game played out. To a T in regards to America, because I will say this defensively: there was a point in the game where I just I was blown away with how good we were defensively. Mm-hmm. There was a point in the match; I don't remember what minute it was. It was second half. Pachuca had the ball, probably in our in in our in our final third, right? Yeah. We somehow managed to push them all the way back to their own half with just covering space. Never once really pressed pressed them that high or anything. They just they had they had no opening, so they had to touch back and keep touching back and keep touching back, and we pushed them all the way back to their own half. I was blown away with how good our defense was at that point. Mm-hmm. Phenomenally blown away with how good it was, um, and 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 that gave me a sense that okay, defensively, it looks like we know what we're doing.
1: Yeah, and it's good and it, that you have this back four that getting to know each other well, and you know this is the one that's going to carry you to to uh, throughout the whole season. And it was interesting to see that it starts off with
0: your midfielders. And I'm not talking just your center midfielders. I'm talking about your wingers. It started with Renato pressing back mm-hmm. from wheel to Edson. And it, it, it was a perfect, perfect example
1: of how to defend. Definitely. Mm-hmm. I think that's one thing Clemente did do well. He did track back a lot. And that, that that helped um, that helped uh, Jorge, uh, Jorge Sanchez, yes, uh, in some in some, uh, some occasions. Who, by the way who, by the way,
0: had a good game. Had a much better game. I liked him. I think he was pretty good. He, he was making some good runs. He was mm. making some good passes. He was and a the bit short, a couple of things here and there. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he, overall, well-rounded game for him. Um, I mean, what more can we say about Marchesin coming up with a huge, huge save? Uh,
1: to keep that clean sheet, and I think that was important. I, I think it was important for America to walk away with that clean sheet. You know, mm-hmm. home opener in front of your fans, first time seeing them, seeing you guys as champions. Yeah. You know, it's a good, a good motivator.
0: And it wasn't the best entrance either. And I don't no. expect
1: tomorrow's entrance
0: to be good at all. I, uh, what? We're, what we're, we're most five thousand people at the most. I'm not
1: stretching. We're, we're about to have a Cruz Azul entrance tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> it's bad. I mean, I kind of. I mean. I understand the, um, the excuse of the the gasoline and all that, but what they did though, that, that was that was embarrassing. And I really hope we don't do that tomorrow. Because that was very yeah. embarrassing. I'm sure we'll be fine. We better be fine. I'm sure we'll be fine.
0: Um that was a okay. Well we'll we'll take that away. Um, good good performance. Anyone who stood out to you besides Clemente who you thought,
1: man, you you're not giving me everything. Mm. Probably Peralta. I mean, but at at this point, you know, but we we know what to expect from him already. And I was going to tweet this, but I said no. No, no, no. no. I was just –
0: I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to save it for the podcast. And it was, again, it's exactly what I mentioned last week. He goes off. People are clapping him. People are giving him this round of applause. Why, though? What did he do in that game
1: that you thought, oh, my gosh, yes. He would not do anything, to be honest. He was just running around, in my opinion, at least, or from what I saw. His one shot off goal. I mean, I think people just kind of get this, get this, uh, kind of figura legend status already paced on him, and like that feeling that it, it's his last season already, so they're gonna applaud him whenever they can. No. I don't know.
0: I just feel like again, we're we're lowering the bar for Parada. We're okay with that, and we're conforming to that. When actually, we should still be exceeding from him. We should still be asking more from him,
1: especially if there's no striker coming in.
0: Exactly, and especially if he's our captain. I want to see more from mm-hmm. our captain.
1: That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, that's that's all I can say. That's all I can say. But we'll have to wait and see. Now we'll we'll, we'll focus a little bit more on the positive side here. What player stood out to you? <laughs> and, and we'll have we will have his own little segment right now. We're we'll coming up after this, but besides Insarude, who sticks out? Uh, Let me.
2: Where, where's my my nail filer? I'm trying to look for that real quick so I can
1: get so on Any <laughs> hype
2: train? Let's go! <laughs> y'all not gonna take that away from me. Neither one of y'all. Where's
1: my... I? I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do it right now. Actually, um. I think it was the same thing against um against Nakaksa, but he scored at the goal and he didn't do anything. I think that was kinda like this. I really didn't see much from him until that goal.
0: I will say this, Dylan.
1: You, you, but but, this. but he did, where, play, where, better where, where, he did play
0: better than Oribe. He did play better He did play better
1: than Oribe though. He did play better than Oribe though, where, I will where, give where, you that.
2: Where's the assist credit for my man? Where's the assist credit for my man? It was
1: oh, a yeah, you're right. tremendous you're right. assist by the yeah, way. You're right. You're tremendous.
0: Right. tremendous. Okay, look, <laughs> I'm going to play a little devil's, devil's advocate with the both of you. I didn't like how Henry was quiet for most of the game, but I do like this Henry Martin switching to this new poacher position. He's becoming, he's
1: becoming a chicharito. But who's to say we don't need that? I mean, if he gets the goals, he gets the goals, right? But I don't know. I, uh, I just feel like look, he has so much more potential to do more, but he's a ghost. And then, like, I guess people just forget that when he scores a goal.
0: And that's okay with me, as long as he's scoring. Okay oh, okay. And, and it's okay with me, as long as he's not doing okay, something wait, okay. ridiculous. No, no, no. Wait, wait,
1: wait, Okay, so, okay, so,
2: so, okay, so. Uh, okay. <laughs> just, just trying to wonder. Just wondering. Well, what, what's this with you being okay with 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 Henry? Just like, oh, let me be quiet for sixty minutes of the game, and then bam, come score a goal. But then you're over here all on Oribe, like like just curiosity, just curiosity
0: because henry's bagging the goals if ore parata was doing the same thing i'd be okay with it if he's giving me something to go off of then yeah that's fine but he's not and henry i like henry because he's playing a quiet role i'm not saying he's not doing anything i'm saying he's playing a quiet role in the sense that he's running into spaces sometimes they don't acknowledge his runs you know he's moving around he's creating chances he's Playing off the off his midfielders, he's getting in the box. He's he's trying to get himself open. In, in these past couple of games, the Atlas, Nekaxa, and pachuca I've seen him make some very good runs. I've seen him make some very good uh, movements in the box. I've just seen that his team hasn't acknowledged him that well. And I will say also this about Henry is he's scoring. He's happy. If he's happy, he looks like he's even more motivated to do more on the pitch. There hasn't been a moment where I'm like, God damn it, Henry, can't you control a single ball? There's been times in in last season when he couldn't even do that right, and now no. he's able to receive it. He's able to play off of it. He's doing things. He's doing the small things that matter right. You know,
1: very t- very little is he doing them wrong. I'll tell you. I'll tell you this much. He still hasn't won me over. He's doing it little by little though, because he is scoring, and we do need that from our strikers. Little by little, he's doing it. But if he puts up a performance against a really good one today on Saturday, I can. Then he's uh, got your beat. I. I'm I'm hyping on the hype train with you, Dylan. Only if, good, he, only if he has a good performance, though. If he's a go still and scores a goal, I don't I don't know if I'll hype on the train yet, but it'll, it'll still keep me, while, you know, warming up a little bit. I'll say this much: he, I'm not I'm not
0: in the hype train like Dylan. Nor I'm on this. Nor am I in this in <laughs> in the oh, standby. I'm in the, with yeah, you. I'm in the
1: middle too. I, but I'm in the I'm, middle though.
0: I'm just saying he's doing his job. And keep on doing it. That's what he you're getting paid okay. for. That's it. Mm-hmm. If you can, can if you? can convince me to be on that
1: hype train alongside with uh, the conductor, Cowboy Dan. Then I'm all for it. Now, now, let me get you, now, let me get you guys here with this one. You know, Roger Martinez. You know, he could see minutes on Saturday. Let's just say Henry. They, he takes out Henry.
2: That's but that's what you expect.
1: That's yeah, what,
2: that's what you expect. I mean, let's let's be honest. it's, it's been like that for a long time.
0: Because um, I can, imp- I can show sure you this much: if the game is going how we predict it to go, and we'll we'll talk about that right now when we preview mm-hmm. them on the Monterrey game. If the game is going, I promise you this change. I promise you, Orey Peralta comes off for Mateos Uribe, and Henry Marte comes off for Roger Martinez. Those are at least two given, two given substitutions for. for isn't it I crazy think.
1: how Uribe is in the starter? Like you guys will talk expect- about that. You guys don't expect Oribe to start, and even though he's ready, we will talk about that. It's I'm crazy. That take
0: it
1: is, but I, you gotta give credit where credit is due. Like, oh you keep no, saying. definitely, yeah. I mean, the the I'm um, yeah. That's so I was going at the midfielding pair of Guido and Edson. It's working for us. It's the it's a blessing to be honest. Like these two just understand each other so well. Like last season, I said that Guido, you know, prefers to play alone, but I think he found like his a perfect partner to play alongside because he isn't kind of smart enough already to know, okay, listen, I need to, you know, backtrack a little bit. Okay. I'll push up a little bit more here. You cover that spot. Like, they understand each other so well and it's working for us. So like, where do you yeah. even slot Uribe? We'll talk about that. We'll talk.
0: Cause it's an interesting conversation and something I was going to say on Twitter, we like, save it for the pod. And then, mm-hmm. uh, and then we'll, we'll we'll talk about that right now. But uh, our good friend Carlos Diaz says we have such a high expectation on how we want our strikers to play. I think results and tactics speak way louder. We have we have in our minds an exact striker, and even Henry just don't get that kind of chance, I and mean, they don't fit that box. They don't fit that system. But he's right; they're producing, they're giving us. So at least Henry is. I think we can do a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, and maybe that's the thing. He's he's, he's not, Like you're saying, Christian, he's not flashy. He's quiet for most of the game. He's not really on the ball the way we want him to. But I think, Dylan, you can appreciate this just as much as I can, is the fact that if you kind of focus on him throughout the game, he's doing the little things right. He's doing little subtle things correct in cases where maybe two, three months ago he wasn't.
2: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I definitely agree with that too.
0: So it's, it's it's Henry who's kind of the star right now. And we, and we don't acknowledge it because maybe he doesn't fit in the box that we want him to as this kind of star
1: striker who's going to give us 10 goals per season. But right. he could but, easily do that But alongside. Wasn't this a narrative last season, though, when we saw Oribe uh, Parata start scoring goals? Yes. This is yes. the same narrative, the, the same exact star. We thought, okay, we have our striker. Finally, he's producing. After the six-hole, not the heat and score. Exactly, but that's, that's where we're going to with, with, with everything that we've been saying time and time again. And consistent. that's why, and that's why I'm, not hyping, I'm not hopping on the hype train yet because I feel like this is going to be one of those moments again, especially with Roger Martinez and Piojo knowing how they work. You know, every time Henry score, hasn't scored or is not playing well, he's going to take him off, and then Roger's going to go in. We'll have so, to wait and so see. So Henry, so Henry won't get that full 90 like he's been wanting and he's been getting.
0: I'm content with what he's doing. He's doing his job. And whether or not we we finally start a hype train, <laughs> like remember remember when he just signed last January a year ago, and we were hyping him up after having five goals.
2: And then who came along?
1: That was... <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'll, I'll leave it there.
2: I'll leave it there. But I'm, that's all I'm
0: saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. You make a perfect perfect. And, and, good, then, and then
2: and then who who's here now? Who's here now too? E- e- even hope... though even though we have the same complaints, but
0: yeah. And you know what oh, the we'll funny see, thing we'll is see. though you could see you could you could easily have a repeat of that this year. Same story.
1: Cuz who's coming I, back? Exactly. Yeah, daddy. <laughs> 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 we'll, we'll
0: we'll we'll leave it at that. We'll talk about it after the Super Bowl because that's when he's uh he's You're supposed to be point? coming back. So, two weeks two, two to three weeks French, from now we'll we'll, we'll have fries coming back. We'll have to see. What a little Frenchman has in store for us. But um now we'll stray away from that. And now let's talk a little bit about the man of the hour, Mr. Christian Insan Rulde, who I had no idea how to even spell his name. That I think yeah, I tweeted I out. Listen, wrong. when mm-hmm.
1: yeah. That was funny though.
0: Should we just give him a nickname? No. Like Insa.
1: Could be Insa.
0: Yeah. Insa, profe Insa, profe Insa. It's easier. You just tweet it out. You know, Insa scores another goal, something like that. And 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 it was nice to see him kind of get this monkey off his back. No,
1: just the emotions that he had, and probably everything that has probably has been lifted. You know, like he got very emotional after um was that no after he I think after he assisted he got emotional. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, right after he after he assisted, he got emotional, and then after, obviously when he scored, you saw the whole team go to him, and I think that was a nice gesture. You know, I think the team knows and is aware of like the memes going around about him. You know, he's getting a I'm lot pretty of sure. Oh, there's uh, one trolling him at right? <laughs> Probably, <laughs> most likely yeah. So you know, all the all the flack he's getting, and it was nice to see the whole team just come together. You know, support him in, in this moment. Someone said that his nickname Chicken Biscuit said his nickname should be Christ. <laughs> Why not? Why not? If he would have scored that uh that scissor that scissor kick goal, oh that would have been tremendous. I think Dylan, the whole community would have exploded. Right? I think Twitter would have broke. Literally,
0: I I, I I assure you, Twitter would have broke. Most <laughs> likely, yes, definitely. Dylan, what's your take on the uh, on Insa and 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 his performance?
2: Um, you know, very good performance. You know, for somebody that you know gets trolled a lot. Um, I know we kind of talked about him, at the, at, if I remember correctly. He only got 33 minutes the whole up and through the, which, you know, not a very long time. Um, but, you know, he had his first game, too, against Atlas this season. They didn't really see much. And then we just comes out with a bang, just like, like it just really says something about him. It, mm-hmm. To me, it does. You know, it, sh- it shows that, you know, um, he-, he loves the game. He's passionate about the game. I don't know if he feels the colors because I haven't seen him in the play enough to really feel the colors. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, he came out, proved a lot of people wrong, you know, even though there's a lot of trolls still. But, you know, it was, it was just good overall.
0: Definitely, definitely. And going back to an earlier comment that we had here on the chat, our good friend Carlos Diaz again saying this whole Insta rule deck or Insa, as we like to call him here in the EGOI podcast, this whole case of him reminds him of the time
1: when it was trending hashtag todo es culpa de la de yeah, it could be something similar. That that's what me and my dad were talking about too. Like he was like, "Watch this be a whole another Layun case." I said it could be, but you know,
0: what are the chances, planning. right?
1: Yeah, I mean, but it, they do. There's a lot of similarities in that sense. There's
0: a lot of things that kind of coincide with those kind of stories. Two players that were sought out to be kind of the scapegoats of the team, and whenever things turned bad or whenever things didn't go well, it was always them who kind of took the blame for it. And that's no easy thing to take. Now. I, Remind yourselves that, you know, we're only human. And when you have millions of people tweeting at you and you hear this time and time again, it, it, it affects you. And the perfect example is Miguel Ayun. There was points where even on the streets, he couldn't be, he couldn't show himself because yeah. everything was his fault. And mm-hmm. people actually took that to heart sometimes, you know. Um, I think there was times where he got spat on. It, it, yeah, it was, it was like, terrible. It was it's terrible. terrible. Yeah. To the point where he had to go see a sports psychologist, mm-hmm. you know, and um it was kind of in maybe to the to this day maybe it's still a little bit of a taboo in in the industry, but um he had to go see a sports psychologist and he worked with him and then he worked on himself and he worked on his on his game and voila, you have what what is today Miguel Ayun. So, who knows? Maybe there's some similarity within this Christian Zaruda that we may get the best out of him. But at the same time, as I'm saying that, he could easily be leaving the club within a month.
1: Yeah, because there's rumors of him going to New Newell's Old Boys. Yeah, Newell's mm-hmm. Old New-L's Boys or
0: whatever the, the team is called in Argentina. Yeah.
1: So, so But Piojo has said, though, and he's backed on, He said, as long as I have him, I'm going to use him. Yeah. thank you really, with uh, Cecilio. Yep, which is
0: funny enough that he wasn't even on the bench yeah, for that game.
1: A, yeah, that's
0: all. We still have him here. Yeah, Something's yeah. going on. We don't know the full story, we but it know. looks like Independiente doesn't want to pay up just yet.
1: hmm but we'll see.
0: We'll have to wait and see. Well, I think that does it for the Pachuca game. Anything else you guys want to say about that game?
1: Just a good game. Um, I don't know if you guys saw his um, his um, uh, his interview after the game. He got, he got emotional there, too, in Saralde. You know, he, oh, yeah. He's, he's, yeah, he's been through a lot, it seems. And, you know, I think this game was, like, the perfect night for him. Kind of get, like you said, everything off off his back, you know, stressed, relieved. You know, he just seems happy right now. And, you know, hopefully he continues his good good performance because you never know, he could be a, 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 the next super sub for us.
0: Completely could be the next super sub. And it would be phenomenal to see him mm-hmm. actually take on that role. Yeah. So, Dylan, anything else you want to say?
2: No, they think we covered it all. Got my Henry spot in, so That's all I got to
0: say. <laughs> I will see. We'll see whether or not he continue that because coming up is a very, very strong game. Now we'll move on into the last segment of the podcast in which we talk about the big game, Monterrey versus America. I think it would be the real test so yes, far in so- this league, mm-hmm. in this season. Away at Pachuca and against a very good Pachuca at this point, it's uh, it's it's looking like it's gonna be a tough matchup, Monterrey. Yeah, oh, sorry, Monterrey, yes, Monterrey. My bad, my bad. But mm-hmm. Yes, Monterrey. Um, it looks like it's gonna be a really, really tough matchup, and the worst part is you're away at Monterrey, and to quote someone, uh America has still yet to win in Monterrey's new stadium. So shout out to Mr. Chicken Nugget there for bringing that topic up. It is a nice stadium. It's beautiful. Eh, I don't know about beautiful, but it's nice. It's nice. Uh, And it would be nice to see America play in that stadium and win. That would make it beautiful.
1: I think we have all the right components. It's just whether or not we can can match like we did on Saturday, which I think we can. I'm feeling kind of confident about this game. I think I think Are we you? match up against Pachuca very well because. Ah, Monterrey, you got, you got me, you got me there. Nah, see, it's not that easy. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: because we're wa- we're walking into a game in which cru- in which uh, Monterrey has come up against Queretaro and beat them, Leon at home and drew, but yet washed Pachuca out mm-hmm. and also uh, they, were they were home.
1: Yeah. So, what could we expect? Mm, a lot of back and forth, that's for sure. Um, you have their front four, and it's very scary. Uh, you have uh, Fundes Mori to lead the uh, lead, lead them in the attack. You have Pabon and Jesus Gallardo kind of on the wings, and you have um, Hurtado b- behind Funes Mori, and it makes for a deadly combination on the counterattacks, and we need to be careful with that. I think this is where you have that, you know, The Guido and Edson chemistry, like okay, listen, you know, we have to be on our toes for for these um for these people for this team because at any given moment they get a contact and they can quickly score on you and it's so fast how they do it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Obviously, their attacking threat is ridiculous with the likes of Funes Mori, you know,
1: Babon, um, their new signing. Their new signing, uh, Maximiliano, who had a that was a golazo. He scored. I
0: don't know if it was a golazo. It was was a a goal. It was that a was good a goal. Chat, I don't know. I think, uh, I think Volpi saves it. Just saying.
1: Yeah, you're I right. I think
0: Volpi saves it. I think Volpi that's saves it. a goal. for me is a goal that is unstoppable, unsavable by any goalkeeper.
1: Like in Suaraldas'
0: goal? I don't know. I think Nori gets a hand <laughs> to that. But that's only because Nori has, you know, pretty long arms. Yeah. Uh, you know, I Avelis... Aviles Hurtado too, um, so so they have yeah. plenty of attacking threat, uh, which is why it was nice to see América very solid against Pachuca, and eh, mm-hmm. because it's going to be a real test of that backline this this upcoming Saturday.
1: Yeah. You know? mm-hmm.
0: So now the question stands: whether or not can we go into the new tech and um, and walk away with with. With all three points, because I would assume that that's the result we're looking for and that is uh, the result we're expecting. Because if America walks away with a draw,
1: are we content with that? Um, it
2: depends on how we played.
1: Yeah, I think I would say that if if we looked like you know we had an idea of play and just the b- the ball wouldn't go in, then you know I could be content with the draw. But if it looks like Monterey's, you know, really dominated the game and we kind of just scraped by, then you know it kind of raises a little bit of flags here and there.
0: I would say that if America draws against Monterrey, there might be a bit of a backlash on Twitter from the fans. There might be. But there always right. is, though. Every time we yeah. don't
1: win, there's a backlash.
0: Yeah. But like you said, it's going to we're going to have to wait and see how the team plays in mm-hmm. order to start criticizing exactly. Um, we'll have to wait and see. We'll, we'll really have to wait and see. Um, but I uh, talked a little bit about Monterrey. Now let's focus on our boys. Let's talk about... The, the the game itself the tactics what does this team what does this team need to do to walk away with the three points because I think that's what we want right mm-hmm. we're, I don't think we're we're settling with a draw we'd much rather get the victory uh I, I much I must I much certainly see it in that sense that I you know a, a draw is still gonna be bittersweet to me um yeah. but uh you know that like I, you know in, in a sense that's that's what i'm, I'm hoping the boys are looking at it as well, mm-hmm. so let's do it. Let's break it down as always. Give me your starting eleven, and from there on, we'll go and we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about how these boys should approach the game. So I'll throw it to you,
1: Christian. Go. Hi. Okay. Um. <laughs> what's up, you Here, Dylan.
2: I don't you're just like hi.
1: <laughs> All right. So I'll have uh, Marchesini net. Um, uh, Jorge Sanchez. Emmanuel Aguilera, Bruno Valdez, Paolo Aguilar, Renato Ibarra, Etienne Alvarez, Guido, Tony Lopez. Okay. And then I'll have Henry and Oribe Peralta. Interesting. So basically the same lineup, just you switch out Clemente and Tony Lopez.
0: Okay. Dylan, anything you want to change on that?
2: I mean... Kind of look at it, and unless somehow he throws Cecilio in there, but that's the strongest you got.
0: Yeah,
1: I would argue, I argue so. that. I would argue I Cecilio starts this so. game. You think so? I I just write him off already, honestly. Even though he's trained, he wasn't trained today with the with the boys, but I don't know. I'm just writing him off already.
0: what we'll to wait and see. Would yeah. it be surprising to see Insalud on the left hand side?
1: I mean, I don't think he starts. Would, would you be shocked or does he deserve a start at all? No, I would be shocked, he doesn't deserve a start. Listen, so he, we, had, well, he had one amazing game, it's <laughs> it's not going to change my mind about him just yet.
2: Well, I mean, this is <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be too surprised to be honest.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, perfectly said,
0: I think. I mean, I, I mean, mean it's,
2: it's the honest truth. I mean, how many times have we we sit here and probably gave the most logic lineup, but Bioho always just like somehow listens is like, nope, we're gonna do this, and just like flips a one eighty on us.
0: I'm surprised. Yep. <laughs> Completely surprised there. Um
1: okay, so we can all agree that's most likely gonna be the lineup. Yeah. Um key players leaving out, obviously Mateo Suribe and Roger Martinez. And we'll talk about that. You know what? Let's get
0: into that discussion right now cool. since
1: since we're talking about the lineup. Now, a lot of people and,
0: and a lot of people have, I've seen on Twitter are saying how crazy. Mateo Soribe has lost his spot. Etan Alvarez is there. There's no way you can take him out. There's no way Mateo Soribe fits in the squad. Duh? There is. That is completely wrong because I think we saw the best of Mateo Soribe before he picked up that injury.
1: Yes. Playing, playing.
0: in that camp spot. hmm
1: I agree. Yes, it's just so I hard. Though. No,
0: I mentioned this on Twitter. People want to fit these two players in the same category. They're not. They're two different players that play two different things that give two different, uh, that 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 play two different roles for America. One is more offensive than the other. You know, one has more of a tactical sense of where the pitch is and how the defense runs than the other one. It's two players who have a different mindset on how to play the game and they're two very talented players. Look, you can field a lineup with these players still on the same team. I would say Ori Prata would probably be the one that gets dropped in the meantime, you know? That camp position spot is going to be open for a lot a lot of uh heavy contenders. Yeah. You have but Eparada, who's playing there right now. You have Menes who's coming back. You have Mateo Suribe who can play that position. You have competition. And that's the best thing about it is you're going to hopefully see the best out of these players when they get the opportunity yeah. mm-hmm. to go out there and prove themselves to try to contain this position and to call it their own. Mm-hmm. I think Edson, for the meantime, and as long as he doesn't do something stupid, okay. and I'll knock on wood for that, he he's he
1: staying in that midfield role oh, with Guido definitely. Rodriguez. It just flourishes, you know. They they just connect so well with each other. And especially for this game, they're going to need to be on their best because, like I said before, Monterey is very good on the counterattacks. They're very dangerous when they have the ball and they're going fast. And like you said, they kind of seem to have a good idea on how to read the pitch and, you know, how the play will go down. So they're going to be very key in this match.
0: Yeah. Dylan, your takes on Mateo Seriba not featuring at all in our predicted lineup and most likely won't feature on Saturday in the starting 11.
2: Um. No, I mean, I, you put it perfectly, too. I mean, they're two different types of players. And I think at this point, you know, I think Yoho sees that out. I think he's going to want to keep flirt, keep that uh, partnership between Edson and Guido flourishing because uh, I think that, that if, if you know me uh, the most, I it a lot on here, the midfield to me is going to be key in a match no matter what, no matter who you're going to play. And that's what it's going to come down to whenever we see Monterey on those counterattacks. You know, uh, Edson's got to be there to – cut out the passing link, cover this one spot. And Guido's got to be in his spot, too, covering that one spot and cutting out those passing links. And so it's going to be important in that aspect of the pitch when Mateo Uribe, he could be pushing up and be on the edge of the box and he's left out leaving Guido to dry I mean, a little bit. I mean, let's just be honest. Even though we've said that Guido Rodriguez can do work up to holding midfielders, I mean, at this point, you know, how much can you take of that? Can you last the full 90 minutes and do that without doing something stupid maybe?
0: Yeah, yeah, I completely agree with you on the, on that aspect. And um, it, it, there will be a very crucial battle. Again, the midfielder, our wingers as well. But I'm looking at our strikers, really, um, whether or not they're capable of putting the ball in the back of the net. But the most important game is definitely going to be our defense. Oh, definitely,
1: yes. Mm-hmm, you absolutely. know, how
0: solid are we going to be there? How much faith are we putting in Emmanuel Aguilera in this game? How much faith are we putting in a George Sanchez to perform to the highest level that he can? without, uh, you know, coming up with a hiccup here and there because a hiccup here and there can cost you a goal. So it's it's going to be a very tight game, and, and I think they're going to have to, you know, help and, and play off each other whenever they can. Uh, you know, Marche is going to have a pretty important matchup. It, it, it's going to be in a game where everyone's going to get tested, but at, at most you're going to have to see a very solid America in the back. Oh, definitely, yeah. like I, I'm All around. Yeah, I agree. We'll have to wait and see exactly what happens. So, uh, well, I think we said it. When America starts off games pressing and and keeping the the opposing team on their toes and, and disrupts their play is when we see America control a good game. And in an away game, what do we expect them or what should this team do in order to
1: walk away with three points? Mm, I think we should play the ball to the wings more. I know I criticize this a lot because that's what we do, but I think for this game, I think we should play it to the wings more often only because I think, if I'm not mistaken, Monterrey's left back got a mm-hmm. red card the last game. Yeah. And I think for me, I think he's probably their, one of their best defenders. So if you expose that side a lot consistently, which is the left side, the Ibarra's side, so I think if you play the ball through him a lot and you let him – kind of flourish, you know, have his creative process. I think that's where you kinda of catch Monterrey off their toes a little bit. Okay, so exposed
0: weaknesses that we've seen. And we've seen Monterrey have a bit of weaknesses here and there. I mean the game against they had against Leon, they were up to nil and still managed to uh to end up drawing that game too. Yeah. They they get so a little not bit invincible. lazy on the defense. Yeah, they're not they're not invincible and by any means they're you know they're not unbeatable. I think in the sense America just needs to be A bit perseverance when they're going forward. Be smart Mm -hmm. about it. Play the simple game. And that's something we said time and time again. And they've done it from time to time. And whenever they do, you've seen some of the best football that America plays. Keeping it simple, moving the ball around, doing one, two passes, playing the wall, and trying to beat the defenders. Mm -hmm. It's important to see some of the runs that Henry's going to have to make, some of the runs that Oriol Peralta makes more towards checking in you know, Henry Moore t- trying to draw some of the defenders away, opening some space. And it's whether or not Ethan Alvarez can run in the way he kind of ran into those spaces against Cruz Azul. And look, if you have the chance, shoot. Even if it's from outside the box, take it. Be a yeah. bit adventurous with your with your with your shots. I've always said this look, if you're gonna shoot from far away, at least aim towards the goalkeeper. Yeah, and at least on target hopefully mm-hmm. see something happen, you know? Exactly. And um we'll have to wait and see. Of course Monterrey goalkeeper uh what is his name baro Barrobero. I mean, he he's, he's he's gonna have a busy night i would imagine him as well so you know it's 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 whether or not america is ready to showcase that they're really title contenders and whether or not they're ready to say that look there's a reason why we're the defending champions
1: mm-hmm. no i
0: definitely agree with you so with that said Gentlemen, give me your prediction for Saturday, which is going to be at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Central, and, of course, 6 Eastern. And, of course, our good friends at Mountain Time, that is 4 p.m. for you guys as well, live through Univision. All right, gentlemen, who wants to kick it off? Who is giving me their prediction for Saturday's game? I'm going 2-1. 2-1 for America? For America, Dylan? Yes.
2: Yeah, I think we'll
0: go 2 1 2. 2 1. All right. I am going to be a bit adventurous here, and I am going to say another clean sheet. I'm going 2 0. No. 2 0. No. And our good friends at EA Sports, well, they're not even, I don't know if we can call them our good friends, but <laughs> as always, as, <laughs> they're not our friends. As, well, they should be.
1: They should I'm be, going, but they're not.
0: <laughs> EA Sports has said that America. Will win 3 0 against Monterrey. And I mean, if you guys, if you guys want to know something crazy, let me see if I can find it here. The goal scorers for America were
1: Renato Ibarra
0: and a double by Christian Inzalrunde.
1: Of course, this is how to be right.
0: Mind Listen. you, the game is simming itself while mm-hmm. we're podcasting in the background. And America wins by three goals to nothing against Monterrey. And Insan Rude, again, is the hero of the night.
1: I wouldn't be too, too surprised if we get a goal and you kind of see Monterrey break down a little bit because they do get a little bit of uh, flustered whenever they're down and they, they get a little bit more adventurous. But then again, that also could be a positive for them because then, you know, with how talented their front four is something can can spring out you know a chance here or there can give them a good opportunity but i guess in the positive for us they leave spaces more open for us to expose and then maybe we can capitalize more on it so i think getting the uh, early goal i guess in the first 30 minutes i guess you guys won't consider that early i think that'd be key for us and gives gives us a good chance to win the game don't be surprised if you
0: see a very kind of rigged, ugly, dirty match where America walks all out with maybe just one
1: goal, and that's it. I mean, In I like, wouldn't be surprised either. Too. Yeah. Listen, if it's a yep. one nothing win and we play like well, then I don't think we could be too upset.
0: Look, I'm just saying this much: it's a very interesting game. It's a very enticing well, game, and it's probably we, the game of the week. But we just we just match up so well against them. Yeah. And but I will say this, do not be surprised if it's an ugly game and a very boring dull game in the aspect that there's not that much exciting things going on because I promise you, these two teams will find a way to cancel each other out for most of the matchup.
2: Mm-hmm. Right? How many red
0: cards have we
1: see? Um I'll be adventurous, too.
2: I'll say one.
0: Okay. Christian?
1: A red card you guys said? Yeah. Yeah? I don't think it's not a red card. I don't think there's a red card.
0: No, it's fair. No, fair game? Not okay. That's fair. Okay. Nice. Nice. All right, then. Well, we'll have to wait. We'll have to wait and see. All right. So here is the dilemma now. Well, actually, there is no dilemma in that sense, because it it would be a win.
1: Yeah, maybe if
0: we walk away with a draw. How how are we feeling about this?
1: I think like Dylan said, if, if we manage to play well, have a sense and idea the ball doesn't want to go in, then you know, I can't be too upset. But you, you still, you, I think you do start to begin asking a little bit of questions like, okay, who deserves to play, who doesn't deserve to play, type type of questions. I mean, we've got a it. game
2: in hand too. Yeah, and and we do, I,
1: and we are sitting third. That. We are sitting third with the game in hand.
0: So I would, but I would still like to continue a good run of form, which means a win. So why'd you bang your table like that? Like I'm knocking on wood to make sure that oh, I, I, I heard
1: one. it. I heard you were like.
0: Well, not like, like this, that. But knock on wood. Is that metal? Um, no, what what you heard was the springs of the, oh, of, oh, the, of, the of
1: the arm. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um. But yeah. All right. Look. The gentlemen are predicting a game with some goals. I'm predicting a couple of goals. FIFA, of course, is always predicting an abundance of goals. Mm -hmm. remember last week, I think America won four, three or something like that on, on our FIFA simulation. Um, But it's still a very interesting aspect to see whether or not this team can walk away with three points against a very, very tough opposition against a very tough crowd, against a very good, uh, you know, lineup that Monterrey will, will field up. But, We'll have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. All right, gentlemen, anything else before we close out the
1: show? Uh, just to it then on Saturday, I think it's going to be, like you said, the game of the week. It should be a really good game. I'm excited for this one. Dylan?
0: No. Could we hit it all? Definitely. Definitely. Now,
1: before we leave,
0: we did promise giveaway information in regards to our 600 followers. But before and before all of that, we do want to say, Thank you so much because the podcast has now reached 100 Uh-oh. subscribers yes. on YouTube. How crazy is that? 100 people on YouTube. That is, uh, that's going to be phenomenal. And by the way, yes, Mr. Chicken Nugget, thank you for reminding me this game is not going to be on Univision. I'm sorry for giving no. you guys fake news. It's going to be through Fox Sports and Fox Deportes. So for those of us who like to listen to the game in English,
1: it would be interesting to see how it's going to go. I'm actually interested to see what the English commentators have to say about our team because they don't get to watch us. Well, I mean, they probably do, but they don't get to talk about us. So, yeah, it should be. They should have invited one of us to be on the broadcast with them. True. Imagine America moving to Fox support. They probably
0: did. And we just didn't check our emails. And now it's a bit too late. Yeah, probably.
1: But maybe one day.
0: day. Uh, I'm kidding. But, um. Thank you again, everyone. Uh, We have made it now to 100 subscribers on YouTube. And as always, once we reach that 100 mark, we promise something. And we will let you guys know as soon as we know. And it's going to be exclusive to only YouTube. Yes, only YouTube. Tube of you. Tube of you. Tube of you. And also, our giveaway for our 600 followers is going to be live here on YouTube as well. You are going to have to be tuning in. You are going to have to be watching because we are going to pick from the chat. That is correct. We are going to let you guys know all the details on Twitter and we'll let you guys know all the details that day as well on the podcast. But next week, tune in. Because we will be giving away our 600-follower giveaway, which, again, Christian, can
1: you remind them what the giveaway is? Uh, The third jersey, the beautiful orange jersey that everyone wants to get their hands on. The Chamflit edition the is going to ed- be going home
0: with one of you lucky listeners here live on the podcast. So do everything in your power to be here tomorrow because... There is no set given time. We could do it right away from the beginning, or we could do it towards the end, towards the middle, 35 minutes in, 42 minutes in. We don't know yet. It's going to be random. So make sure you guys tune in to the podcast next week on Tuesday. We will be breaking down not only the Monterrey game. We'll be talking Copa Américas. We'll be talking ladies. We'll be talking, you know, the upcoming match against Querétaro. So we're going to be talking a lot about America and going to be talking about Giveaway as well, so make sure you guys do
1: tune in. Dylan, are you excited?
2: I am excited. You know, the school got me
0: drained, school's got me
1: drained. I saw I- school next week. Oh, I'm dreading it
0: already. Congratulations to everyone who starts school because, yes, we all start school
1: soon. Ivan, when do you start school? Yeah, next week as well. Next week, 2028. What the
2: hell? Yeah, I'm two weeks in. Y'all barely starting. You'll probably get yep. out earlier, don't you? Second week in May
1: oh uh i got a third week so yeah there you go second week in may damn so uh,
0: a lot of announcements coming up i uh, will probably give yeah. you guys a little bit of an insight what that uh youtube uh giveaway is going to be so make sure you guys do tune in and if you guys are listening on soundcloud and itunes and you guys want to be part of this giveaway uh you know do your best to try to tune in and uh and 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 maybe you'll maybe you'll be the one lucky winner that for the first time mm-hmm. tunes in live and walks away with something there so uh Make sure you guys do come in and, and, you know, show a little bit of love and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do our best to have a fun giveaway. And then, of course, uh, announce a little bit something about the YouTube as well. So it should be interesting. Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, on Twitter, we're about 60 something followers away. 50 mm-hmm. something. Excuse me. We're about 56 followers away 54? from 700. Yeah, 54 followers away. 54 followers away and then we will do a 700 giveaway. That is completely crazy to think about that.
1: That's yeah, insane. We just love giving giveaways.
0: And we just love having you guys support. And a lot of people a lot of people may think like oh my gosh, you guys are just doing these giveaways to grow blah blah blah, but it it, it really isn't in that sense. The reason why we do these giveaways, the reason why we kind of target them so frequently is because we want to be the people who can be able to give something back, even if it's not the biggest of things. We've, our first giveaway was a scarf. Remember, Dylan? Do you remember yeah. that?
2: Our first giveaway was a scarf.
0: scarf. <laughs> um, and, but and it was that uh, when we got to a hundred followers, and we just—it's it, our way to be able to commem- uh, to, to give the community something. Um, we know it's not enough. We know it will never be enough. You know, and for everything that you guys do for us, the support, the love. You know the, the sharing, the liking, the retweeting, the listening, everything. It, it it's worth more than what we could ever give back to you guys. But in a sense, if we can do a little bit of something and give back to you guys, then that's what matters to us. You know, yes. and we're always going to be doing that uh, for as long as we can because it's 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 a nice way to say, hey, look, we care just as much as you guys care. So thank you, and uh, we'll see you guys here next week. For which should be a very interesting podcast. We'll be talking a lot about America. And we'll be talking a lot about the giveaways as well. So make sure you guys do tune in. Gentlemen, anything else you want to say before we wrap it up?
1: Uh, just thank you guys for tuning in uh, every Tuesday. means a lot to us. And we'll see you guys here next week. Done.
2: Thank you all. You are very appreciated. Even though it sounded very monotone.
1: <laughs> you of <were>
0: very monotone. <laughs> thank you to everyone. Super Bowl is coming up too. Who'd you guys got
1: the goat the cowboys. Valley. Oh,
0: tell yeah, him you know they're not in.
2: Hey, that's where my heart is. You can't, you can you can't blame me.
0: You're right. So, you're saying you're not gonna watch it?
2: I'll watch it, but if you ask me, I'm always gonna say the
0: cowboys. I got the Patriots winning, me too. I'm just saying, and I everyone expects me to, uh, just because you're in the city, you everyone would expect you to go for the Rams. I don't know. I just I, I'm not feeling it, you know. But but Ram-o. the podcast the podcast should go for the Rams hashtag Ram <laughs> Rammum. Uh, I'll
2: bring now that I'm thinking of it. And bring that out.
0: You bring out the scarf for Super Bowl Sunday. Well, we'll leave that at that. We'll talk a little bit more about that later on in the podcast. Who knows? We'll see you guys next week though. Thank you guys. Have a wonderful night as always. As always, hashtag Lady Aguilas tomorrow, and uh, we'll have the boys to see in the Copa Mekis as well. We'll catch you guys on Saturday on Twitter. Make sure you guys follow us at Eagle Eye Podcast. And as always, and as always,
1: Arriba America. Good night.